0: This is the Tribune Audio Network.
1: Hi. Hi.
0: This is
2: Sip. Survive. And repeat. I'm Jenny. I'm Danelle.
1: And I'm Kenny.
2: Ooh, and we're here. Yes. We're here for it all. Oh, thank God. I
0: keep thinking it's like later in the week because it's like we're recording this before the 4th of July holiday and I just keep looking forward to the 4th of July holiday and it's not, it's its only Tuesday before the holiday. It's only so. Tuesday.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that great. It, we have a long ways to go. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long way. We week. sure do. But mm-hmm. at least we get to do this little ditty. That's
0: right. That's right. Um, so you said you had to go to Costco
2: because I've got big plans. Plans. Yeah, I've got big plans tonight. They're hot and they're sexy and it involves Costco.
0: What um, What
2: kind of things do you like to buy at
0: Costco? Because I have a few choice favorites. Well, this one. Oh,
1: wait. Fun fact. Just got a Costco membership. One for the first time. <gasps> yes. Oh
0: oh
2: God. God. God, okay. yes. Oh, my God. You're
0: adult. Yes. You're like a real adult.
1: I mean, I can't imagine buying toilet paper or paper towels anywhere else now. It's just mm. so cheap. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay.
2: Welcome.
1: yeah i can hear that a little bit
2: okay should i go inside
1: yeah tell us your costco okay. story
0: as you walk inside okay,
2: okay so <laughs> the things i like to buy a co- i mean there are many things as you all know that i love to buy a costco. all
0: right let's do let's do like top three or top five
2: okay there's this new sauce called bitchin sauce and it's made out of Ooh. crushed almonds it's actually very healthy it's okay. um like a hummusy dip, but it's made with mm-hmm. almonds and like all natural stuff. It's so good. It's a little spicy, but with the mm-hmm. hummus consistency. I okay. also love their and now my husband's banging stuff in here. Um, I hope he's not banging stuff like Janelle. <laughs> ah, we're doing it at the same time. The podcast and me. Okay, that's weird. I'm just gonna Okay, okay I'll I'll make it upstairs real quick. Hold on. Um and then also. There is this other sauce I like. Todd, I'm going upstairs because the neighbor's mowing. How dare he? (laughs) Doesn't he know we're recording a podcast? Doesn't he know we're number one in Bolivia?
0: (laughs) I like how we just skyrocketed to number one.
2: (laughs) I know. Don't do you know? um, I'm the number one podcaster in Bolivia, (laughs) sir. Okay. (laughs) Also at Costco, I love their spinach and artichoke dip. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I'm out of breath. It's fine. it's fine. No big deal. I also love uh-huh. their sangria. Ooh.
0: And now is is their sangria pre mixed? Like has the alcohol in it?
2: Pre mixed. No. Oh yeah, it's pre-mixed but you just add fruit, so it's real easy. Oh, okay. Good. It's great. It's delicious. Um, mm-hmm. so number one, and sauce, number two, artichoke dip, number three, sangria. And that's those are my top three. That's all I really. And then okay. everything else is just a free-for-all. What well, about you? Yeah. Costco corner.
0: Um, I <laughs> I never had a Costco membership. I have gone to Costco with my parents because they have a membership and I just tag along. Uh, But I had a BJ's membership, partially because I think that's a funny name for a store, but (laughs) partially because that's, (laughs) that's what was close to our house when we lived in our last place. So, um, but like kind of similar vibe. Um, The one thing that I really enjoyed there that most people were like, what are you doing is I would buy clothes from there on a somewhat regular basis
2: i heard bj's actually has like good at least back in the day had like good my one friend bought a pair of uggs there yeah so i would buy like
0: leggings and like tunics and the occasional pair of jeans um i will say costco if i go with my parents um have really cute little kids outfits so like they have they'll have like little short sleeves and short like adidas outfits that are just like they come with the shorts and the shirt so it's like done for you um and they're pretty cheap so I have bought Declan many an outfit and they're like cute they're like Reebok or Adidas or Nike like they have brand names on them it's not like they're like Costco
2: brand not that there's anything wrong with that but um because the Kirtland brand is definitely dynamite I will say mm -hmm. the men's stuff is better at Costco than the women's selection okay Okay, so I've never... I mean, I bought a pair of pajamas once from there, and they were (laughs) fugly. I mean, I couldn't even wear them, like, around the house. They were really... They did not... They were not flattering. Not the pajamas haven't flattering, but it, they were Why bad. Why did you
0: buy them? Why did you buy them?
2: Because they look cozy. And then when you put oh. them on, like, the seams were off or something. And they just looked so, <laughs> like, you just, your body just looked so misshapen in them. Like, it was the weirdest thing. I just threw them away. I'm like, I can't. I can't do this to myself. Um, I've also
0: heard really good things about the chicken at Costco, like the rotisserie chicken. Mm. And their cakes
2: are really good, too.
1: I heard Someone they're not doing to... the cakes anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I did hear that. I know because we were going to get a cake for my nephew this weekend. And yeah. now I have to go somewhere else and get it. You should go to Nothing Bunt Cakes. Oh, those are good. Oh, I know. So good. Well, Kenny, welcome to the family. I'm really excited for you. What, <laughs> what are you going to make your first trip?
1: Already made my first trip.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what are your favorite things?
1: Uh, I mean, we just bought like a whole bunch of house stuff, like laundry detergent uh dishwasher stuff toilet paper yada yada but there's this uh like chocolatey dip bought. it was made with mm. like i think it was made with just a whole bunch of nuts mashed together it wasn't like a nutella it was way healthier than nutella but it was really good mm. See, that's, i, I that's... wish i knew it, what it was called i can't remember
2: i want you to buy the bitchin sauce next time you're bitchin'. there. I feel like Kim will to... really appreciate it. Cause it's super healthy. Like it's literally just like almonds and spices and there's nothing bad in it. And oil, like olive oil.
1: It's good. I'm going to look up what bitch and sauce is. Maybe that's what she got. Who knows? Never know. I typed wow. in sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so shit. So
2: that's my, um, that's my night tonight. Great. That sounds really exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, We went to a local uh, store called Mark's and bought a bunch of stuff for our vacation, like snacks and drinks and stuff for the kids.
2: That's Um, fun. Just to
0: like, just to have like the dry goods on hand. So when we go to the grocery store, we just have to really focus on like produce and meats and breads.
2: So that's the exciting part because you know, you're getting close. Like when you're going like shopping for the trip, like food shopping, it's coming. Like it's getting Mm. close. Mm Mm-hmm. Very exciting. I'm so jazzed. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, yeah. What are we... Are you guys drinking? What are you doing? I was. let talk I about have, this. I've had one glass of wine, and I wow. scurried upstairs, so I didn't grab another one. But I was drinking... Mm-hmm. It's called butter. It's a buttery Chardonnay. Ooh. Have you uh, ever had it? It's delicious. No, I don't like Why, buttery wait, Chardonnays. You don't? Johnny. No. No, and they're no. great. It's great with oysters. Mm. Okay. And Do love made, oysters? We made ribs last night, and um, it was really good with the ribs too. Believe it or not. Hmm. I just don't like buttery Chardonnay.
0: I like chardonnay. I just don't like buttery chardonnay. Well, this this chardonnay is literally
2: called butter, so you probably wouldn't like it. Probably not. I feel like you've told you told me about it before, and I was yeah. like, no, gross. Yeah. What yeah. are you drinking?
0: I am drinking the same thing I drank last time I talked, which is Bear Brothers Cabernet Sauvignon. Because I bought four bottles of it because it's so delicious. (laughs) It is under under $9 at the Aldi. And this is a 2017 from California. Again, it's called Bear Brothers. B-E-A-R. Like the animal. I'm going to have to check that out. It's real good. It's real good. Kenny? Uh,
1: Drinking a beer like normal called Blue Mm -hmm. Martian. It's a uh, blueberry Ooh. sour.
0: It's very good.
2: Ooh, that sounds interesting. Good. Okay,
0: okay, I like it. Um, we both have terrible stories today. Like, let's get know, them to
2: listen for sure. <laughs> you guys,
0: you should listen to this because there's terrible in.
2: stories about awfulness, but people survive. So, well, mine. Well, mine are not. I didn't mean like mine was terrible. <laughs> this is funny. Mine isn't terrible in the sense like a terrible thing happens. It's oh. terrible in the sense where I'm underprepared.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Mine is so terrible. Like,
2: the shit that that's happens really, person is terrible. yeah, that's really cute that you assume that mine was just a terrible story. When in reality, <laughs> it's just terribly <laughs> put together. <laughs> that's my girl. That's yep. my girl. It's going to be great. Uh, Guys, listen, just stay with me. It's going to be wonderful. I promise. <laughs> well, do you want me to go first so we get the like really awfulness out of the way? Yeah, let's end on a not that mine's light and fluffy, but it's not like it's not like yours. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, so yes, you let's go. do this. Okay, uh,
0: okay, I'm doing the story of uh, Alicia Kazakowitz, Kazakiewicz, uh, Kawasaki. It's a very long, okay. basically. Um, it's a very long name hopefully I didn't completely butcher it uh, this article is from 2014 so it is a little dated but hopefully you guys haven't heard it before or if you have it's a good story to tell again Um, so when this came out in 2014 she was 26 so that means she's 32 is that right Kenny
1: yeah. what were the years Sorry. Uh,
0: this came out in 2014 when she was 26.
1: Yeah, she's 32 then.
0: Okay, so she's now 32. Uh, but the actual story of her survival happened when she was only 13. Oh, okay. So. Um, she lived in Pittsburgh. Although this is from... I think, it, I think I got it from the Daily Mirror, which is a UK publication. So some of the stuff in here... Like is like when they're talking about w- the weight of her abductor and the weight of her, they say it in stones, and I was oh. like, I don't, I don't understand that measurement. Stones are all different sizes. I don't understand. I don't. Okay. Some have
2: are pebbles. I don't get it.
0: They also call her mom her mom, mum. Yeah. So, but I'm reading it like this happened in in the UK, and then I was like, oh, Pittsburgh. What the fuck? Okay. Anyway, um, so. She had been a, let's see, 13. So it would have been 1999 when this was happening. Math, do it. Yeah. No, wait, it would have been 2001. Oh. God damn it. Whatever. It was like turn of the century. Early 2000s. It's fine. Um, okay. So she was a typically shy and quiet 13-year-old girl. And, um, you know, she wasn't real outgoing, but she found her voice in online chat rooms oh no uh I don't know if any of you people who grew up in the 90s and early early aughts uh enjoyed a chat room or two I did it was very inappropriate I don't there should have been more policing but I don't think our parents even knew what was going
2: on yeah it was something yeah it
0: sure was age sex
2: location ASL ASL yep
0: See, mm. I think mine
1: was the step up where oh. we had a megal, which was random video chats.
2: Oh, so you'd, no. like, yeah. Yours was, like, but I you're, mean, your, your poor 75
1: generation. 75% of it was just dudes beating off.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which we never, Jenny, we never had that. Like, ours was never, like, at least for me, like, the AOL chats was, you never, like, shared pictures or anything. It was all just chatting. No. Super well, innocent. Yeah, but that was,
0: well, that not innocent, but. Well, that was the dangerous part is you didn't know who you were talking to. Even if they said, like for this girl, she was 13 years old and, um, you know, she had just found her voice talking to people in chat rooms. And so she did what most people did when they started t- talking in chat rooms. She would talk with her friends and then she talked with her friends of friends and then it kind of spiraled from there. Um, so she met a boy. And at the time, he she thought he was just, like, a teenage boy, like, um, same age as her, like, maybe, like, a year older. Um, she refuses to use his name in this article on a side note. So I have no idea who this guy is because she's like, I'm not going to give him the pleasure of getting any kind right. of fame out of this. Um, she said, uh, back then, all I was concerned was that He was super into Spice Girls and Titanic, just like me.
2: I was like, oh, Oh, red flag, red flag. Yes. No,
0: those are the two best things that happened in the late 2000. Just kidding. I mean, the late 1900s. I know,
2: but if if he's (laughs) into it, isn't he just telling you what you want to hear? Like, to me, that's well, the old me, that's a red flag. A young me would be like, oh, my God, we have so much in
0: common. Exactly. Think about thirteen-year-old Denial. Yeah. Been like, oh my God, you love Spice Girls. I love Spice Girls. You love Titanic. I love Titanic. Like, Yay! I just feel like <laughs> it was something else. Um. So anyway, so she, um, at the time, she just thought they had a lot in common, but she didn't realize that she was being groomed. Which nowadays, mm. I think a lot of us, because of that, how to catch a predator or to catch a predator or whatever it is. Um, with what's his name, Chris something, yeah, Chris Harris or something, or, or yeah, wait, is that the bachelor? Yeah, yeah. No, um, Hanson. Chris Hanson. Harris
2: Hanson, thank oh, you.
0: Okay, <laughs> um, so I didn't, she didn't know she was being groomed. Um, she said he always listened and said just what I wanted to hear. Like, if I was having trouble at school, he would say, Your teacher's so stupid, or my mom would want me to clean my room and he'd say, "Why tidy your room when it's your mom's job?" And I was like, as uh, a mom now, me? I want, I want to slap the shit out of this kid. Yeah. I know he wasn't a kid in the end, but whatever. But like, so he was definitely manipulating the conversation because it was anonymous and she couldn't see him to make it seem like he was just like a really understanding 14-year-old boy. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So she was soon spending hours online. Oblivious to the danger. So. Terrifying. Um, So it was New Year's Day. In 2002. And she Alicia had secretly. Arranged to meet him. Now. Don't do that. (laughs) Side stop. Stop it. Um, So after dinner on New Year's Day. Again in 2002. She said she had a stomach ache. And left the table at 7 p.m and then the british person who wrote this said i nipped outside in the cold without a coat you you what you, you nipped what your nipples? i was like what wait you nip- your nipples what? what what uh yeah i don't know i feel like it's british slang uh yeah. but she but alicia said she didn't plan to stay out for long she walked up her street and i'm like oh no he knows where you live like this is all terrible right so bad ah! um and she said she heard a voice and her intuition immediately told her to go home but at that point but did she listen eight, no it was eight it was eight months of grooming too late he had been grooming oh, her for eight, yeah. eight months that's how patient these guys are eight months God, um, a piece of shit so i turned and i heard my name being called and there wasn't a boy standing there there was a full-grown man Mm-mm. Um, she says the next part is blank, but she said she was pulled into a car and she couldn't get out. Um, and then, uh, I'm going to go back to the beginning of this article because she said some pretty scary stuff. Um, she said she was sitting in the car and they were hurtling through the freezing night and she said her heart was pounding in her chest and finally breaking the silence. The stranger, the man said, be good, be quiet. He told me he had cleaned the boot out for me, which the boot in Britain is the trunk. I was like, to me, the boot is the thing in the middle where you put like all your wrappers.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You know, where you put your your garbage.
0: And your sunglasses and your like extra napkins. Right. That's the boot. No, I think a boot in Britain is, or in the UK is the trunk. Uh, So anyway, he said he had cleaned the boot out for me. And I was terrified. And she said, "I faced the real possibility I was going to die." So, anywho, let's go back. Uh, so, they uh, he drove her for five hours Jeez. to his house. From she was in Pittsburgh. He went and got her in Pittsburgh, and he drove her back to his place in Virginia. So oh, he took wow. her across yeah. state lines.
2: That is not good that's also for very him. um yeah not good for him not good for her but that's also very cocky of him so you know this isn't his first this cannot be his first time taking someone or meeting someone right right
0: um so they get there and he grabs her and pulls her down a flight of steps and they're in the basement um and she said she saw a lot of strange devices including a cage Mm-mm. And he looked at her and said, "It's okay to cry. It's going to be hard for you. It's going to be hard for you."
2: Oh my god, no! Mm-hmm. This is yeah. terrible. Yes, it sure is. So, I would have just fainted. Again, I know, just given up. Like
0: the, the screaming alone. Um. So then she says the details are a little bit blurry because she tries to not remember. Um, but she says. That's when he removed her clothes and he locked a dog collar around her neck. So okay. he then grabs her by the dog collar, drags her back up the stairs um, where he had a D ring on the bedroom floor. A what ring? A D ring. It's like a, a ring that you put on the floor. Like oh, okay. It looks like the letter D and the flat part sits on the floor and then there's like a loop.
2: Oh, Okay. Like the one Any in my new. bathroom. Just kidding. <laughs> it's not funny. The one in your
0: bedroom. It's the one in the, your bedroom that you and Todd use. No. What? Um So he then chains her dog collar to the ring on the floor. So he Aww. she is now chained by her neck like a dog Jeez. in his bedroom. Okay. Um. This is sad. She had, her and her family had just gotten back from a trip for the holidays in the Caribbean. So she had her hair done in braids, which again, we all know is now cultural appropriation,
2: but it was the early 2000s. We didn't know that stuff then. And everybody did it back then. Like that was like, of course they you did went I and... had
0: my whole head braided when I went to Jamaica. Yes, you braided.
2: did. Yes. Oh my
0: God. Oh, my mom had to cut that shit out.
2: I remember Mm -hmm. wanting it done, but we never went anywhere, like, cool like that, and my one friend came back from, like, somewhere, and she had it, and I was like, oh, my God, I want one so bad. Yes. They did my whole head, and everyone in Jamaica really wanted to do
0: my hair because it's red, and people there don't naturally have red hair, so they thought it was, like, the coolest. So, people were jazzed about braiding my hair down there. Mm (sniffs) (sniffs) Woo! Okay. So... I felt the pain of him ripping my hair because he pulled her by her hair by the roots and if, if you have had your hair braided like that whether it be when it was I mean it was never culturally okay uh, but if you've had braids like that it's it like it's fucking pulling it's like pulling your brains out like it's so tight it is so tight yeah like him pulling that like I can't even imagine Uh he then Uh, hit her in the face breaking her nose and that's when he raped her so she said again she blacked out a lot of the experience because she's like i don't she's like i could try and regain the memories but why would i ever want to right like i have i have snippets i'm good with that i don't need anything else um so she was there for four days where she was um pretty much constantly chained up raped beaten and tortured um, again, she's only 13 years old. And she said she did whatever she had to do to survive. So it was it didn't matter if it was humiliating, painful, or disgusting. She said she did it because she hoped that people might find her if she stayed alive long enough. Um, so she said she, she always fantasized over those days about her mom and dad bursting through the door. Um, and on the fourth day, he left for work and... Before he left for work, he said, "I'm beginning to like you too much. Tonight, we're going for a ride," Mm-mm. which in her head was like, "Fuck, that means he's going to take me to his car and kill me. Like this right. is the night I die." So she is <clears throat> terrified. So she's lying there on the floor, naked, chained to the floor by her dog collar, and she was like, "How am I going to escape? I'm 13 years old. Like I have no idea what to do." Um, so a lot of people she said asked her when he left for work, why didn't you scream or make a ruckus or like try and get people to, to hear you. And she said that in her mind, she didn't like, he had scared her enough. Like she didn't know if he was still there, like hiding behind a door or And remember
2: she's 13. Like, yeah, you don't.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Um, Sorry. So she, she's laying there completely in despair, thinking like today's her last day on earth. He's gonna kill her tonight, and all of a sudden she hears crashing and banging, and then a bunch of men shouting, "We have guns!" And she said the chain, or, like that was connected to her dog collar, and the floor was long enough for her to move around the room, so she thought that, like these were men that were coming to kill her, so right. she like ran and hid under his
2: bed, like slid Aww. under the bed, and
0: just the visual um, of
2: someone being chained to the floor is just so disturbing. Yes. That was
0: really awful. I just, like, I can't, I can't yeah. even
2: imagine chaining a dog to the floor. Right. Let alone That's a That's what I'm saying. Human. Like, I can't even, like, like, picture a dog being abused and, like, chained to a floor like that. Let alone a human being, too. Like, it just is mm. so upsetting. Okay. Mm. Now,
0: so, um, all of a sudden, there were men in the room and there was a barrel of a gun pointed at her. And she was ordered to come out from under the bed. And she kept thinking, this is when I'm going to die. This is when I'm going to die. And then she said, and then I saw the three most beautiful letters I'd ever seen. F.B.I. On the back of this guy's jacket. Thank God. So she had been saved after being imprisoned for four days. So um, what had happened to tip off the FBI as to her whereabouts is the abductor had been live streaming a lot of um, what he'd been doing to her like oh my god The the torture and the rapes and everything he was live streaming to an online group Mm -mm. and um a guy who happened to be watching it because he was an obvious dirtbag um realized he could get in trouble for watching this sort of thing so he actually alerted the police um and said like i don't want to be involved in this but i saw this and i know it's wrong so they actually were able to track down the ip address
2: um from where the live stream came from so technology, motherfucker. Yeah, but it's not like so, he had like a change of conscience or anything. and was like, oh, I feel bad. I want to help this girl. He didn't want to get busted. He, yeah, he didn't want to get caught
0: or incarcerated for his own sick fetish. But right. no matter what, it at least saved Alicia. So that's good. Um, so she, got, she went to the hospital and she was so traumatized. She could barely speak to police. Um, but one thing that she did notice when she was there... Uh, is that there was a doll's house. Um, Mm -hmm. and she started realizing that it's not just kids, like teenagers, like her that go through this sort of thing. There are like little kids who go through this, who are abducted, who are groomed, who are tortured, who are raped. Um, and she said she couldn't believe that that was a reality, especially, you know, since she felt young, she's like, God, what, what? There are kids younger than me that have to go through this. Like, yeah. yeah. So it really opened her eyes to what the internet had kind of opened kids up to. Um, that night she went to a foster family um, to wait for her parents. Um, and she just kept sitting up and waiting. And she thought her parents maybe didn't want to see her because um, they were upset with her for, like, you know, talking to this guy online and then going with him. Um She said, I thought I'd done something wrong and they didn't love me anymore. Um, But they came the next day because they had actually been flown down on the FBI's private plane because there was so much media attention around this that they didn't want them on a a charter or not a charter, um, a commercial jet. So um, they were so happy to see her. And she said, my dad gave me the hug, the, the hug that was so special that there are no words. So, obviously, they, they were not mad at her. They were just happy she was safe. Um, she said, after all this happened, she was back in Pittsburgh. Um, her case was one of the first big cases of internet luring. And, like, society didn't quite know what to do with that. Um, she said a lot of people blamed her parents. And um, it wasn't just strangers. It was even, like, relatives, were, like, shaming her parents about, like, how could you let this happen? Yeah, that's not fair, because
2: it was so new back then. Like, you didn't know.
0: Yes. So, before the trial, um, the FBI had to make Alicia watch the videos of herself that had been live-streamed to identify herself. And she said, it's very strange to watch yourself through the eyes of your captor being tortured. Because it's you knew what it was like as you, but watching it through the eyes of that person is really terrifying. Um, He was eventually sentenced to nineteen years and seven months in prison. I say not long enough. No, I feel like when you do stuff like this, you're just you're gonna do it again, and now you're gonna escalate so you don't get caught. You know? Yeah.
2: So that's
0: I say strap him and zap him as I like. Yeah.
2: I agree. And what, how are you able to stream like that? Just whatever you want, know. you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's like the dark web or something. I, yeah,
0: believe me, I barely know how to live stream on regular stuff. So, <laughs> so who um, knows? So who the fuck knows? Um, so now Alicia is really big into the fight against child exploitation. And she says um, the reason that she's, so involved is because she knows what it's like to have people watch your suffering and enjoy it
2: mm-hmm. and
0: i was like that like gives me goosebumps like that's yeah that and a statement
2: and it's like how many sick people are out there enough to watch this mm-hmm. and want to watch this it's knowing that it's a little girl that's being i mean it's just so so disgusting yeah exactly so she
0: um created something called the alicia project And, um, she has fallen in love and she has a partner who's very supportive of the mission. And, um, she said, I'll never forgive the monster who did this. Um, but instead of putting my focus on the hate that I have for him, I'm working on getting Alicia's law passed and it's a fund. Uh, it's, oh, it helps fund internet crime against children task forces. Uh, just like the one that rescued her in Virginia. So she's trying to get it passed in every US state. Uh, I believe right now, I mean, I don't know where it is right now because, again, this was in 2014 when this article was written, but um, she, it was passed in Pennsylvania. Um, So she's trying to get it passed across the country. Um, She also gives some advice about keeping kids safe online. Um, And a lot of it is just, a lot of it's common sense now, but. Uh, I'll just run through some of them quickly is recognize any child can become a victim of the internet of an internet predator. Um, They don't discriminate on gender, ethnicity, education, socioeconomic status, income, or religion. These people are just, they all have their own preferences and they're going to take advantage of whoever they can. Yeah. Um, She said, never let your children share private identifying information with a person online. Um, no. Obviously, like I said at the beginning of this, she he met her like on her street, like terrifying. Um, and strengthen the privacy settings on all social networking sites, um, and make sure that you check on those to make sure kids are not changing them back.
2: Yeah, because kids um, are
0: smart. I mean, they know how to do all this crap. Yeah, you want to disable geotagging on your mobile devices. Um, Because you don't want it to automatically pinpoint where your child is at any given time. Um, You want to monitor activity. uh, That includes desktops, laptops, tablets, computers, and mobile devices. And it said, don't feel that you're spying. You're the parent. It's your responsibility. Right. Um, You need to know the passwords on all devices. And you need to check them regularly. You need to educate yourself on apps that are being used. Because not all kids use the same. I mean, there's lots of apps out there now. Like texting apps. Social apps. Social apps. New social apps, you know, we were just saying at the beginning of this, like, we feel old because we don't know what um, K-pop is. I mean, there's just, there's so much new to stuff coming up. To keep up, it's impossible. Yeah. Yes, but it's not. You As a parent, you have to. Like, that's what you need to do. Um, and then the biggest thing is maintaining a loving, open, and respectful line of communication with your kids. Because if your kids don't feel safe coming to talk to you about things that they feel uncomfortable about, um, then you may not get the chance to stop something like this from happening so you can get more tips and info at alishaproject.org so that is my story crazy wow i've never heard of that one before yeah pretty insane pretty nuts
2: well Mm -hmm. let's lighting lighten it up a little bit um yes so actually todd gave me this idea because he was like i'm like i need another story because we're doing two And it's hard when we do two in one, one day or one week or whatever, but, um, because you run out of stuff to, you know, I always, I'm always finding myself like searching the same stuff or whatever. And he's like, well, Mm -hmm. why don't you do like a sports? Like, um, because I love sports so much. I'm joking. Um, (laughs) he's (laughs) like, why don't you do do. (laughs) Kenny, maybe he's like, why don't you do like a sports related one where like, um, injuries that like, Athletes have overcome or whatever, or like survival stories of like sports athletes. So, um, especially with the lack of sports around, might be something to lighten it up a little bit. So these are five survival stories from sports athletes. And Mm. um, they're all from different walks of um sports. A lot of the names are not easy to pronounce. So if you stick around listeners, you're going to at least get a kick out of how I try to pronounce some of these. Um, (laughs) And it's not, it's not necessarily that they were hurt in the sport that they play, but just kind of some freak accident type of things and how they overcame it. So the first one is he's a motocross uh, person. (laughs) which Break. is i think i think like bikes maybe i don't know yeah yeah okay yeah thanks so his <laughs> name is <laughs> sorry oh no this is going to be it'll be very this is what we need after your story um yes, it is. his name is Travis Pastrana mm-hmm. and he is again a motocross and when he was only 14 years old Travis suffered an injury so traumatic that only three other people in the United States had survived it. Oh my God. And, um, so what happened was he was doing a freestyle motocross competition, which sounds Mm -hmm. extreme. And he Mm -hmm. came up short on a 120 foot jump and crashed. Mm -hmm. The wreck actually separated his spine from his pelvis. No, Um, ah. Um, he was in a coma for he was in a coma for two weeks, mm-hmm. and wheelchair bound for three months. He was oh, fourteen. Um, mm-hmm. He received blood transfusions to offset severe internal bleeding, and mm-hmm. since then he got back on the bike, which I find incredible. Like I blew mm-hmm. my knee out s- almost seven years ago, and I still, you guys, I swear to God, I still have PTSD from it. Like I will be driving down the road some days and I'll just shiver, like thinking about it happening. I can't imagine going through something like this and getting back on the bike anyway. Um, so he, after he recovered, he has gone on to achieve a lot of success. If you know who he is, you already know this, but, um, specifically at the X games, he also competed in rally races around the world and he's also raced in NASCAR. So, He's oh. like a legit professional driver today, but had a freak accident when he was 14. Okay. Holy shit. Number two, Kenny. I do not know how to pronounce this guy's last name, but I bet you will. Um, he's a pretty famous baseball player. Johnny, I don't know if it's Gomez or Goms. There's no Z in it. It's G-O-M-E-S. Goms. Gomes. Gomes. Okay.
1: I, I don't know. I don't, I don't oh. know this baseball player.
2: Oh, okay. So maybe he's not famous. Okay. So we'll just call him Johnny to keep it simple. All right. Call him Johnny um, Appleseed. Johnny Apple ball. Okay. Um, he has routinely cheated death throughout his life. Um, he's actually had several near-death experiences. The first occurred when he was again 14, like our last sports athlete. Mm. And this is crazy. His freaking sleeping bag caught on fire while he was asleep inside of it. So I'm guessing he was like camping or something and it caught on fire. I don't know. Don't ask me a lot of details. I don't know how. Um, <laughs> <but when> he, <laughs> I need to know
0: details.
2: Kenny, look it up. How did Johnny Gomes' sleeping bag catch on fire? I'll
1: look it up right now.
2: Okay. When he was 16, he was involved in a car accident that left him in the hospital for two days. And, oh, and this is really sad. It killed his friend. Um, And in 2002, he suffered a heart attack on Christmas Eve, slept through the night, and went to the hospital after blacking out the following day. And doctors said that if he he would not have survived, he would not have survived another night had he not gone to the hospital. So, another freak accident. Also, he was attacked by a wolf and a man with a gun. Right. No. Together? A man and a wolf? no two separate instances (laughs) okay that makes me feel slightly better because I was Um, like really a man with a gun was hanging out with a wolf he continues his career with the Oakland A's so Mm. that's him I mean that's a lot of things to overcome I probably wouldn't leave my house nah I'd be like I'm cool I'm I'm good good. I'm gonna stay inside so this Mm. one is freaking crazy um okay this is Rulon Gardner.
1: He it is... was lit by a candle.
2: Oh, oh! Okay. He
1: left it lit while he went to sleep.
2: Oh, mm. guys, I'll be blow careful your with those candles, you guys. Blow them candles mm. out. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so this is Rulon Gardner. He is a wrestler. So Gardner won the gold medal at the two thousand Summer Olympics, where he defeated defeated some guy, some other guy. Who cares? um so (laughs) (laughs) two years after this he found himself in a battle for his own life when his snowmobile fell into the salt river which is just a big flowing river um he was stranded for 18 hours before rescue cues rescue crews found him in a makeshift shelter that he had constructed as a result of severe hypothermia and frostbite, he lost a toe, um, hmm. but, but he recovered. He went on to win the bronze medal in the 2004 summer Olympics. Now this is where it gets crazy. I had to read this twice. Cause I was like, no fucking way. Three years later. <laughs> yeah. Three years later, he was in a plane crash, which oh, oh, he no. survived. And so what he was, he was in a small plane with his brother. They were passengers. They had a pilot. And they were looking at houseboats from the air. So I don't know if they were looking to maybe purchase them or whatever. Um, When the plane suddenly dipped into the water, the plane went from 150 miles per hour to zero in about two seconds. Um, Mm. The plane plummeted into the water and he quickly grabbed his coat like as a first instinct. And he did this because when he was in the snowmobile accident and he almost froze to death his first instinct was like, I got to take my coat with me. So I don't freeze to death, but he's in the water. So they, the plane wrecked into the water. So his brother was like, dude, you cannot bring your, like, he was like searching for his coat. Like his coat was like somewhere in the plane. And his brother was like, dude, you got to go. Like, you cannot bring your coat with you. We're in water. We got to go. So they, um, swam to shore and, um, let's see. They swam to shore and they all took their clothes off that they had on, dried out their clothes, built a makeshift hut again for the second time in his life. And they all huddled together to stay warm throughout the night. And he suffered from hypothermia again and was rescued the following day from rescuers. Did he lose any more? Did he lose any more toes? He only has one missing Tootsie. So no. Okay. All right. Okay go right. So, here's another one. Serena Williams, we all know her. She's the famous female tennis player. Mm-hmm. And um let's see. Da, 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 da. She suffered, okay, so she freak accident, suffered a cut on her foot and yeah. had a ligament tear as a result. So she stepped on a piece of glass when she was in Germany and oh. I'm, I'm not sure if she was like in a tournament or whatever, but so she steps on this piece of glass, has a pretty good cut in her foot, has a ligament tear. And this is in June of 2010, Um, almost a year later, she's complaining about, um, difficulty breathing and swelling in her leg after much convincing. She went to the hospital and which is a decision that actually saved her life at the hospitals. What?
0: If you tell me that piece of glass is somehow lodged in her leg, I'm going to freak
2: out. Go ahead. No, but that would make for a really good story. I wish that's what happened. Um, I was like, no, so like she, somehow get in there. No, it has nothing, but kind of like to your previous story that we aired, that we're going to air last week, the arrow story where like mm-hmm. something else, like she had cut her foot, but that led to her going to the doctor because she thought maybe there was something wrong with her leg because she cut her foot, blah, 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 a year later yeah. or a year earlier. Anyway, the, um, doctors uncovered that she has several pulmonary embolisms in her lung lungs oh my god oh my god which is serious so her treatment required um twice daily doses of blood thinners and surgery and this definitely saved her life she recovered from her injury to win the wimbledon for her fifth time and a gold medal at the 2012 summer olympics so like lesson is shit happens for a reason like glass in your foot those are my notes literally that's what i wrote my notes (laughs) um (laughs) like glass in your motherfucking foot like deal with it Happens for a reason. Okay, so my last one to close out is uh, Vladimir Kostovian, Russian Mm. hockey player, Mm -hmm. naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, So following their Stanley Cup Cup triumph in 1997, Vladimir and three other teammates, well, one was a um, physician on the team, but we'll just say three other teammates for ease of purpose. They played for the Detroit Red Wings. They were celebrating at a private party, fancy, um, which they left via limousine. Uh, That night, the limo driver fell asleep at the wheel, jumped Mm. a curb, and crashed into a tree. Uh, Vladimir suffered serious head injuries and was paralyzed and fell into a coma. The other teammate also suffered head injuries, which which left him in a coma as well, while the third walked away with minor injuries and continued his career as a hockey player. Vladimir, unfortunately, his hockey career was over, but I thought this was a great, um, just a, a kind of a sweet ending to a tragic story. But after um, finishing as a runner up for the Norris Trophy in the previous season, um, which is just a very high accolades award, I guess, uh, he inspired his teammates the following season, where he was featured front and center as the Detroit Red Wings repeated its Stanley Cup champions. And during the trophy presentation, he appeared on the ice in a wheelchair and received the Stanley Cup from team captain. Um, the Red Wings have retired his number and no Red Wings players um, have worn the number 16 since. So Aww. I think, I just think that's, a, and the picture is really sad to see him, this like manly man, Now in a wheelchair, and um, the way his teammates honored him, I thought was was pretty, pretty cool. And they still keep him in the loop and keep him around and stuff. So Mm -hmm. those are my those are my five sports stories because I love sports. Because sports are the best. Because it's what Bolivia wants to hear. Yeah, I mean,
0: we're taking suggestions from Bolivia only. Keep it coming.
2: (laughs) Oh my god, Kenny. Okay. Can you save this podcast, Kenny? It's gone off the tracks. Maybe. Okay. Uh,
1: A blank was found in a freezer at a West Palm Beach pizza joint. I'll give you a hint of some of the other stuff found in the freezer that they had to close down for until it was cleaned out. It's not going to help much, but on the list of things, there's also two quarts of beans, two quarts of pudding, and one orange that they legally couldn't have in there. But what else was in there?
2: Wait, they legally couldn't have beans I, and. Pudding.
1: I think with like I don't know the freezer they had it in they couldn't have it.
2: Oh, okay. They couldn't mm-hmm. sell
1: it. They're not allowed to sell that.
2: Oh, okay. And so... what kind of what kind
0: of place is this? Pizza. Oh, oh, the
1: beans and pudding were moldy. That's why I'm looking. at oh, mm-hmm.
2: Okay. They're I'm gonna go with um... It's not gonna help you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shoot. I, um, I'm going to
1: say, oh, oh.
2: I guess. damn, that was a good guess. Girl,
0: this butter wine, Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm going to say like a, like a couple quarts of blood.
1: A dead 80 pound iguana.
2: Oh, no, no, funny. Mm. Do you think they were using it for pepperoni or something?
1: Uh, no. It came from a friend. There's no invoice to verify the source. I think maybe like he was going to stuff it or something.
2: Oh, I don't gosh. Know.
0: They
1: they didn't go into no. too much detail, but they got rid of the iguana so they could open after they were closed for a day. Oh,
0: God. They got it from the local Winking Lizard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: always go for those iguanas. It's local. Okay, so we so, have this, this restaurant yeah. called Winking Lizard here, and they have, like, wings and, like, bar food and beer, and they most of them have an actual iguana in, like, a habitat when you walk in.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty usually, nice
0: habitat. It's, and they're usually yeah, it's pretty, pretty big terrible. iguanas, too. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty big habitat, usually, but that's yeah. why I was, like, they got it from the local Winking Lizard.
2: I'm not but a huge fan, I know no, but no, but I will say it is a pretty sweet enclosure, so yeah, it's not it's not the
0: worst, but I, I mean, if I were an iguana, I wouldn't want to live there. I'm hoping it's like soundproof. So I that, like, know, because wow. think of
2: all those little bratty kids that like tap on the glass and stuff. yeah, as I would if I were a kid. of course, <laughs> of course, yeah. wow, An iguana,
0: huh? Okay. okay. I did not see that coming me either I didn't see it yikes um okay well this has been another episode of Sip, Survive, Repeat we hope you enjoyed it and you can tune in on Tuesdays for more episodes thanks for listening bye bye